The following podcast may contain spoilers, profanity, and views or opinions that may not be representative of the author's intent of the articles discussed. We don't always take ourselves or the subject matter seriously either. Listener discretion is advised. Please subscribe to this Galactic Network podcast by going to gncast.com slash subscribe. Or search iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or anywhere podcasts are offered. Corey, can I see your po- 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 poker face? Is your name Alejandro? It could be. You can call me whatever you want there, big boy. Um, I love conspiracies. I love celebrity conspiracies better because it proves that they're just terrible human beings. This one, which really got my jimmies rustled, um, everyone knows who Lady Gaga is. If you don't know who Lady Gaga is, then you're potentially a time-traveling Nazi from World War II. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I'm trying to figure out how time-traveling Nazis would feel when they first get here and discover Lady Gaga. They'd just be like, why is this woman wearing meat dress? My Wiener schnitzel is confused. Um, all right. So Lady Gaga's real name is Stephanie Germanota. Germanota. I don't know how to say it. It's long. There's a lot of letters. Um, I mean, it's got German right there. So that's Nazi true. love it. Nazis love it already. The conspiracy is this. In 2008, Stephanie Germanota, also known as Lady Gaga, murders a singer named Lena Morgana, steals her style, steals her music, steals her fame, changes her name to Lady Gaga. Now, at first, I was like, that's pretty far-fetched. But apparently, this uh, this man on the, the Twitter sphere is not the only one who feels so. It appears that her mom and uh, her, well, now ex-boyfriend, because she's dead, also feel that Lady Gaga, then Stephanie, is stealing Lena's style, sound, and everything. So, in short, which we'll go back and kind of go into this a little deeper, but in short, it sounds like Lady Gaga was jealous. I mean, she was even a backup singer, backup dancer, I believe, but she was a she sang on She sang on some of Lena Morgana's album. There's, mm-hmm. there's a few songs you can hear on YouTube, such as Spin You Around or Wonderland, that feature Lady Gaga on Lena's album. And, and there's some visuals of here's what Gaga as Stephanie looked like before meeting Lena. Yes. And then you see what Lena looked like, and then you, what, what you see is the transformation of Stephanie to Lady Gaga around that time or just after. Yeah, so some of the other uh, facts that back this up. August 19th, 2008, Lady Gaga drops her debut album called The Fame. Less than two months later, on October 4th, Lena Morgana, quote-unquote, commits suicide by jumping from a building. And then there is some stuff about in one of Lady Gaga's uh, live shows where she was doing a song from her album, and she gets up and basically jumps out of a or is pushed out of off a balcony uh in the acting out of the song uh, for i think it was paparazzi yep. there's there's a scene where she's being pushed off the balcony yep so some other things for the video for paparazzi uh they show a newspaper that says lady nomar gaga and lena morgana sounds a lot like lady nomar gaga seems like a stretch but also, at the end of the video of Paparazzi, she's pushed off of a balcony. And um, I believe it came out like a year after Lena Morgana, quote-unquote, committed suicide. Yeah, and is the video 
referencing the death is was the song which would have been recorded before the death any kind of things that are it's referencing it, it's a question of where the story is coming from if it's coming from the art or if it's coming from the closeness she had to this other artist and and reenacting it but she does kind of if it's the latter it she makes it her own story in the yeah, video. there's really not a ton of concrete evidence saying that you know Lady Gaga paid to have her murder. You know, whatever, whatever. Let's now we're talking about here. But if you look at the facts, the fact that before Lady Gaga was Lady Gaga, she looks like a dirty kid from down the street. She had super long hair, didn't wear a ton of makeup, didn't play the the style of music she played. Now she means Lena Morgana, who sounds more like Lady Gaga sounded when she first came out. Lady Gaga basically looks exactly like Lena Morgana. They're showing pictures side by side, and I cannot tell who is who, which is kind of creepy. It is. It's a little single white female uh, in that regard. But I can't say that certainly in my younger days that I didn't ape styles that my friends were already having or that we didn't all learn from things from each other. There was a stretch of time when we all wore what were essentially pajama pants outside that had pockets and stuff. I can't imagine that that was something that I came up with my own. Uh, I, at least I choose not to believe that I did. Is it strange that being in a band with somebody or, or making music with somebody is going to influence your musical style or your musical success? I don't think so. I, I, that's kind of what the beauty of musical collaboration is, is that you're going to learn from each other. You learn from the, the people that you follow as it is, but especially if you're making art together, some of that is going to affect you going forward. And it may be that Gaga took it to the next level. And that's what allowed her to get fame where her friend didn't. If you go back to what I think of is the, the epitome of, of everything I need to know about life. I learned from watching friends. Phoebe had a writing music partner played by the girl who played Dottie and Pee Wee Herman's big adventure named Leslie, uh, Elizabeth Daly. And, they were making music together, and then her friend decided to sell the rights of Smelly Cat for a a TV commercial. She got the success, even though it was Phoebe's song. It happens all the time in music, is what I'm saying. And, and thank Literally you for making my argument for me. Yeah, I, I, I don't agree with it. It sucks. It's terrible. It certainly sucks that if a, a young up-and-coming singer uh, felt like she maybe missed her break and killed herself, but... Was it really a conspiracy? Did Gaga have anything to do with her death beyond? It wasn't that she killed herself. It's that I don't want this evidence of of me aping your style going around, so I'm going to eliminate you as a competitor completely. You know, it wouldn't be the most insane thing I've heard. Uh, Just saying. It, it certainly, when you're on the cusp of, you know, you've just had an album release, your stuff is getting traction, you look like you might be heading to super star- superstardom. What would you do to keep that rolling and not have any roadblocks in your way? Would you eliminate them? Would you go full Clinton on them? Uh, maybe that's what she did. I don't know if she would have had that kind of power and clout to pull that off at that point, though. But how much clout do you need to just push somebody out of a window? That's the thing. At that time, you never really know. But I don't know. We could we could speculate all night. And that's what we do here on We're World Weekly. That is true. Um, Yeah, let us know what you think. Did you think Lady Gaga killed someone? Probably. Probably not. Who knows? She wears a meat dress. No one really knows. 
If you have any thoughts on the story that we just talked about, leave us feedback by emailing weird at gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Weird at gncasts.com. You can call our voicemail number. It's 805-328-3966. Tweet at us, Facebook at us, or just leave a comment on the website, gncasts.com slash weird. Follow this Galactic Network podcast on Twitter, like our Facebook page, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find us by searching for Galactic Network on all the major social networks or click on the icons at gncast.com. Do you like scary movies? Did you answer yes to that question? Have you ever thought, hmm, I'd really like to listen to two random strangers talk on the internet about some movies that I may or may not have watched at some point in my life. Sometimes they even bring guests on, which adds to a little bit of the banter. Sometimes we cover the news of the week. Sometimes we don't talk about the movie at all. Sometimes one of us gets a little bit drunk. It's just the way that we do things over at the Podcast of Terror. If you're interested in this, please go ahead and head over to gncast.com slash pot. Subscribe and enjoy the crap out of it. We hear all the time about identity theft online, right? People using your credit cards to make purchases, that kind of identity theft. You know, taking over somebody's account. But what if somebody actually took over your life, your actual real life? That's creepy. Yeah. So we have two real-life cases where that happened to people. Uh, When Brittany Austinfort decided to live with a woman named Michelle, who she met through mutual friends, it seemed like a good idea. Michelle became not only a roommate to help with bills, but a good friend as well. Such a good friend, in fact, that Michelle started to dress like Brittany and went so far as to dye and style her hair the same as Brittany's. You'd think that would be a warning sign, right? Uh, that's a little Hannibal lecter yeah. Wasn't there a movie about a woman who took the identity of somebody else? Like they... I'm sure there was, <sighs> but I, I can't recall the name. Back in uh, the 90s, I want to say, and they had blonde hair. I, I forget. I... <sighs> Worst memory in the world, this guy right here. (laughs) So one would think that when Michelle got a tattoo on her hand to exactly match hers, Brittany should have been concerned, right? You'd think. Yeah, yes. But uh, the warning bells didn't go off. It wasn't until Brittany received a call from police telling her she'd been arrested for prostitution and needed to bail herself out, out of jail, that the true motivation behind Michelle's copycat appearance became clear. You'd think that would be bad enough, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's more, Brad. Michelle wasn't even a woman. (laughs) But a man named Richard Phillips, living not only with, but as Brittany Ossenfort all along. So she became Brittany's roommate, right? Yep. And then took her identity without her even knowing it. Wow. Yeah. That's above and beyond. That's nuts. Plus, Brittany didn't know it the whole time. So this Michelle was her roommate, but living as Brittany as well. I think at this point, Brittany Austin Fort 
just rubber stamped she gets therapy for life. <laughs> the, the number of trust issues that she's going to have after this are going to be astronomical. Like what? What else did she do in her name? I wonder. <sighs> yeah. I mean, what she, what she could have done? Like she could have done a lot worse. She could have robbery, murder. Yeah. <laughs> and pinned it all on her. Yeah. And, th- you know, just uh, changed back to uh, Richard Phillips, and uh, people would probably be none the wiser. Yeah, because you know maybe she didn't get caught. But she, you know, like you said, took off the disguise right before she was going to get caught. And the real Brittany was the one that would get it pinned on, right? Yeah, that's Kaiser Sose type stuff there. Kaiser Sose? From the usual suspects. Uh, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Pollack, one of the Baldwins. I've seen it once, I think. Yeah, and, you know, at the very end, you, you find out who... Kaiser Sose really is, and you find out that the entire movie, the entire narrative, uh, has been a complete fabrication, and the guy that you didn't suspect was Kaiser Sose all along. We are Negan, also. <laughs> Except for we know who the real Negan is, or or do we? Or do we? Yeah. All right, so I have one more case of identity theft or impersonation here. And this one is not as creepy, but close. And it's from your neck of the woods. It comes from Wisconsin. What? Maybe you've heard of this. Oh, boy. Wendy Brown, a 33-year-old mother from Wisconsin, was so desperate to be a cheerleader that she actually stole her own 15-year-old daughter's identity and enrolled in a Green Bay high school. Oh, yes. Yeah. I did it. Oh, <laughs> yep. It rang a bell for me, too. So I think this happened... When I was yeah. when I was there, I used to live in Wisconsin. Yeah, this is from a few years ago, but yeah, it's very creepy. Uh, with a history of identity theft already against her, she still managed to convince school officials she belonged for a while, until the principal discovered that Brown's daughter was in fact enrolled in high school in Nevada. So, oh, so her daughter wasn't living with her. So she must have been with her dad or something like that. Yeah, yep. Okay. To add insult to injury, the check Brown wrote to pay for her cheerleading outfit bounced. (laughs) Brown was charged with felony identity theft. That takes a lot of guts to think that you're going to get away with something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, What is that John Cryer film where he's hiding out in, in high school? He's oh. an older dude, um, but he convinces everybody. Uh, There's been a couple of, of movies based on that premise. Oh, uh, Hiding Out was the name of the... Uh, oh, yeah. Movie. Yeah, because he was in like witness protection or something like that, right? He's on the run from the mob, so he wasn't technically a part of witness protection. I think he was just, he was running and he... Yeah, he became a high school. <laughs> uh, I wonder if she just wanted a wanted to start over with a whole new, a whole new life, and uh, she she definitely went about it the wrong way. She must have really had to do something with her look to make herself appear as like a, a teenage girl. Thirty three years old. By that time, you're. I guess depend depending on how you've lived so far or your 
your um, genetics, because some some thirty three year olds look older, others look younger. Are you looking her up? Yeah, I am. She might have been able to get away with it. Yeah, um, but of course the uh, the mugshot pictures are never flattering. Yeah, but yeah, the picture of her and it looks like it might be a high school yearbook picture. She does look young, and um, you know some of that was probably probably a bit of makeup and you know shaping the eyebrows and whatever um i mean it's it's possible you could you could do it it would just take a lot of work it would take more than just 10 minutes in the bathroom in the morning yeah you you would have to want it for sure yeah definitely have to want it that was an ashwabanon Oh, I love Ashwabanon. I lo- that's one it's, of my favorite Wisconsin town names, Ashwabanon. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, I did find a story here. They did they did say that they noticed that she looked a bit older, but she had the, the demeanor of being a teenager. It rang some bells, some alarm bells, but they went, well, you know, uh, she may look, maybe she's just. Yeah, she looks, she looks mature. Yeah. yeah. I remember high school, there was some. Some people, both girls and boys, who looked older than others. Mm-hmm. So it is possible. It's just so so crazy to to go to that extent to to to, to start over. Wouldn't you be scared the whole time? Like, wouldn't Absolutely. you be nervous that you'd be caught uh, the whole time? And maybe that was part of the thrill. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So before we wrap up, I want to put a call out to all the Weird World Weekly listeners. If there's somebody that is passionate about social media and passionate about what we talk about, not only on this show, but on the other Galactic Network shows like sci-fi, aliens, horror, gaming, comic books, TV, movies, we want to hear from you because we're looking for a social media manager, somebody to be in charge of our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram Patreon accounts and, uh, you know, be the voice of the station online for us and, and build community, help us build the community. So what we want to do is, uh, ask if you're interested, just email us contact at gncasts.com. That's contact at gncasts.com. Unfortunately, can't really pay you, but it'd be good, something good to put on your resume. If you want to do that for a job someday, full time, might be a stepping stone to a new career. Or if you ever wanted to be on our podcasts, you could also, you're also welcome to come on board, you know, come on and uh, be on our shows once in a while. So again, contact at gncasts.com is the email. And thank you. If you have any thoughts on the story that we just talked about, leave us feedback by emailing weird at gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S.com. Weird at gncasts.com. You can call our voicemail number. It's 805-328-3966. Tweet at us, Facebook at us, or just leave a comment on the website, gncasts.com slash Weird. If you like what you've heard on this Galactic Network podcast, please consider helping us out financially by going to gncast.com slash support. On that page, you'll find links to our Patreon campaign where you can make a small recurring monthly pledge of as little as $1. Or click on our Amazon affiliate link, make a purchase, and we get a very small percentage from the sale. 
Again, go to GNCast.com slash support. And thank you for supporting the Galactic Network Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Weird World Weekly. If you'd like to read more about the stories we discussed, click on the links in our show notes or get in touch with us to suggest a subject for a future episode. I'm Dave Nelson, and until next time, keep it weird, everybody. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.